Well, hey, it's Lynn Brown. Welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast, episode 110. Isn't it true? Our mind finds what it looks for. So I have a joy hack for you today. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that I'm a results coach. Now, that's a fancy pants way of saying that I'm figuring out life daily. And that's coming from face plants and failures. I guess you could really say I'm, I'm failing forward to success. The first half of my life, I was a world-class warrior and a people pleaser. What a winning combination. And then in my spare time, y'all, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. It, it was like living in a mental prison. It, it truly was. I was totally trapped. It was like paralyzed in my mind. And then one day, I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired, and, and I drew a line in the sand. Now, the interesting side note is that it was it was that day and the next few days that I, I, I swear, I, well, I shouldn't swear, but I promise you, I began to see things differently. And nothing had really changed. But what changed was the way that I was looking at things. It's like that Wayne Dyer quote, you know, when you change the things, the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And that was really happening in my life. So uh, today I just wanted to revisit, since we're in the season of reset, I wanted to revisit what I changed. Now, the first thing I did was I asked for help. And that was something that, I'll be honest with you, was very hard for me. I would want to raise my hand. I would, I would want to call and people and ask for help, but it would get stuck about right at the top of my vocal cords, you know, and it just couldn't come out of my mouth because I saw asking for help as a sign of weakness. Little did I know, asking for help is one of the greatest strengths that we can, that we can have. It's what great leaders do. Great leaders, the, some of the most powerful words a leader can say is, I don't know. Now, we're not taught that. We're not taught to, to say, I don't know. We're taught to, to somehow come up with an answer. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I have plenty of times just tried to uh, baloney, you know what I'm saying, baloney my way through an answer to just make sure that I didn't tarnish my image of not knowing what I was talking about. Little did I know, I looked like I didn't know what I was talking about. But anyway, that's for another day. But, but this day, I reached up to a friend. Notice I said up. I, I wanted to, I reached up to somebody that I wanted, that I would be willing to trade places with. You don't want to ever take advice from people that are not where you want to be. And I see that all the time. Well, somebody will call me after their, you know, their business idea hadn't launched off the ground or whatever it is. They want to change or start a new program or get in shape or get over a relationship or whatever the thing is. And they call me and they're like, yeah, my best friend just went through the same breakup or, or my, my friend lost her job too. And I'm like, or his job, whatever. But the point is this, don't ever take advice from somebody that's not where you want to be. So here's, here's what she said that day. I'll never forget it. <laughs> she said, I want you to do one thing. She said, just tell me that you are willing to try this one thing. Now, just so you know, on a side note, up until this point, I was a world champion starter. Now, not so much a great finisher, but, but that day I was desperate enough to try anything for the first time. And y'all, that was seven years ago. That was in like November of 2015. 
But here's what my friend Debbie said. She said, I want you to grab a journal. She said, just pick one up at your house. You don't have to go get a fancy journal or anything. If you want to, you can, but you don't have to. She said, I want you to write 25 things every day that you're grateful for. And I'll be honest with y'all, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I thought she was going to have like this 10-step point process of, you know, go through this blueprint and then out shoots the new you. I mean, I kind of thought that's what I was getting from her. It seemed too simple for me. But we know that sometimes the simple things, the easy things to do are also easy not to do. And, and I was thinking too, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a thankful person. I'm a grateful person. I say the blessing at meals. I write thank you notes when I get, you know, birthday gifts. Well, sometimes I do. I don't do it all the time. But but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I say please and thank you. And, you know, I, and you know what? I almost laughed it off. I almost did. But for some reason that day, I think because out of desperation, I was up against the wall. You know, when you're up against the wall, it's a pretty good place to be because there's only one way out and it's through. And so that day I did it. And I thought, well, you know, what if this does work? Well, <laughs> that day was the beginning of a habit, create, uh, creating a new habit that would change my life. I had no idea that this habit would heal my past, that it would heal my guilt and heal my shame. Now, yes, I'm a person of faith. And yes, we know that where our help comes from, right? I, I get all that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying these habits and changing what I was thinking about. And yes, you do have to change what you're thinking about. Romans 12, 2, you know, that verse that we all grow up on, but well, I don't know about you, but I never believed it for myself until about five years ago. So we do have to change the way we think. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not new age. It's not scary. It's not anything weirdo. It's, it's what our creator said. Either you're going to conform to the world or you're going to be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And it is a choice. And y'all can tell I'm passionate about this, but I am. I'm so tired of live, of hearing people that are trapped in this watered-down existence. They, they, they're not tapping into the power that they have. I had no idea that I was reprogramming my mind. I had no idea that I was that I was actually changing what I was looking for and changing what I was would attract into my life. Because we don't become who we what we want; we become who we are. And and you know my verse, my favorite verse is Romans twelve two. About being transformed, it's it's kind of like my grandson loves transformers, and you know those are those little plastic toys that will change from a fire truck to a, to like a Ferris wheel with shooting out cotton candy you know in a nanosecond well that's what transformation is and, and when you begin to change your thoughts you'll become a transformer you will be doing things and turning into things that you never thought possible you never dreamed or imagined our brains are, y'all they're like supercomputers, and they search out and google and they they find what they're looking for and guess who writes the programs for all this? No, I'm not a, a computer programmer, nor do I want to be. But I applaud people that are. But that's what our thoughts do. They program. They program. They hardwire it. They hard drive it. It's in there. And it's played over and over and over until it's, it's interrupted. It's really fun now to look back at my journals. Like on November the um, 29th, 2017, I wrote. <laughs> it's a hilarious I did not eat sugar today. Now, that was after Thanksgiving, so. 
I mean, you know, we, we've got to celebrate the small wins, right? I was excited that day because I hadn't had sugar. A win is a win. And, and you do need to stop and celebrate the wins. So be gentle on yourself. If you go four days writing gratitude and you miss one day, don't tell yourself you're a loser and throw the journal out the door. Just start over. Just begin again. We're in the season of reset. One of my favorite James Allen quotes is, you know, men and women are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves, and therefore they remain bound. Y'all, the first half of my life, I'm talking about 50 years first half of my life. I'm not just talking about a few years. I believed, I truly believed that I was seeing the results that I was going to see the rest of my life. Like, that was just as good as it was going to get. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like somehow the circumstances, my zip code, my, you know, the way I was raised, my, my, our income level, whatever, all those things, I just felt like they were responsible for painting the picture that I wanted to see. Oftentimes in the coaching process, you know, my clients will say, oh, I know, I know, yeah, 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 I've heard, I've heard, I've heard about that before. But y'all know this, hearing about something and applying it to your life is two different things. I'll be honest with you. I'm guilty of this all the time. I see somebody that's lost a lot of weight. What do I ask them? Y'all know what I'm about to say. What do I ask them? How'd you do it? Now, I totally believe that we ask the questions to the answers we already know. We already know the answers to the questions we ask or we wouldn't ask them. We already know that. Don't you think by now I know how to lose weight? We all do, right? So watch, watch yourself and see if you're like me. I don't know. Maybe you're not, but... Have you, watch yourself when you say, I know, I know, or yeah, I've heard about that or before, or, you know, it's like you, we get so familiar with that. It's like a, and my favorite book is, you know, the Bible, of course, you know, but so in the, in those, in the Bible, there's some verses that are so familiar. We're like, oh yeah, we've studied that one before. And we, what we really need to do is dig in deep there and see what else we can learn from it because it's new and it's fresh and, and we can always learn some more. So we know that knowing and doing are two different things. So bottom line is I got hooked on gratitude. I mean, I became a gratitude junkie. And that, that's what I hope that that you will do too. I hope you'll get so addicted to it. You'll be so hooked on it that you've got to have it. it it'll be like wanting candy corn and peanuts this time of year. Or chocolate chip cookie dough or, or potato chips, whatever your thing is. But it's so cool because we're on this podcast together today because of my friend Debbie, Debbie Stroman. I, I owe so much to her. It's, it's, what, it's, it's how the Gritty Women movement was birthed. It's where this podcast came from, all from the habit of gratitude. One day I just was scribbling down, doodling on a piece of paper, and I wrote down G is for a grateful heart, the G in gritty. R is for resilience because you got to fall down. You're going to fall down. You got to grit back up. The I is for living an inspired life, not for yourself, but to inspire others into action. The T is to think about what you think about. Y'all, that's so important for us to be thinking about what we're thinking about. And the other T is for tough. This gritty life is not for the faint at heart. We got to be tough, girls. We got to be tough. And the why is you do you. That's probably the most important thing. You do you. So are you willing? Are you willing to create a new habit of gratitude? And I'm not talking about just in your head. I'm not talking about when you're listening to your music riding down the road or working out. I'm talking about physically 
getting a pad of paper, a journal, a pencil, a pen, and writing it daily. So we're, we're looking for happy, gritty girls that want to ignite their joy levels, and this is how you do it. And also, too, um, I just want to toss this out here. If you're interested in, like, the next, you know, 60 days, of course, we're, we're approaching the last end of the year, and I love this time of year. Some people just write off the end of the year and wait for January to start anew, and I'm like, no, no, no. We are in reset now. Let's do this thing. So we got a couple of options for you um, at grittyglobal.com, gritty, G-R-I-T-T-Y, grittyglobal.com. There's a 30-day, uh, like, micro mini masterclass that you can do for $47, and then also on September 13th, I am starting a gritty wellness challenge. And it's a it's a 63-day deep dive. So once a week, an hour uh, Zoom uh, group coaching. And it's, it's all girls. And it's going to be powerful. So if you have a goal or something you want to slay by the end of the year, just jump in. Just invest in yourself. Yes, you got to invest in yourself. I promise you, you can afford it. Trust me. I kept the price very reasonable so everyone can jump in. So anyway, I just wanted to um, encourage you today, get a journal and write down. Like I said, I started with 25 things, but you don't have to write 25 things if that's, if that's too much. The number that pops in your head, you know what? That's your number. And you write that number. If it's three, do it. If it's one, do one. But for some reason, at that time in my life, I did 25 and I did it for several years. So you can message me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can email me, Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, at Lynn Brown, like the color, brown.net. So just, you know, send me a message or email me, and um, we'll get you signed up or go check out the grittyglobal.com. Check out our classes. Remember, gritty is the new strong. It's the new pretty. And I believe in you, gritty sister. So take care, and remember... Ignite your joy, stir your joy, and it all starts with a grateful heart. Take care and stay gritty.